Hey Crafter, do you think people would want to hear us review TV shows and movies? Do people want to hear us review TV shows and movies? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we could call it Kinky Caption Critiques. Screw it. Let's record. Wow. Now I get to call myself a critic. Great. We're like everybody else with a brain. Now I'm sad that the show ended, but at least it had a, a good end. Yeah, Todd has a thing about shows and endings yes. and how he doesn't like he doesn't want them to end just because there's one or I guess a few different examples of shows that never seem to die, mostly being The Simpsons and Family Guy. <laughs> well, well, and, and it's it's not that the like it can end air quote like no new episodes, but I want it to be super open so that there's always a way to inject like a film or like an addendum. You know, that there's always a way or room. Does that make sense? Like, don't fully close it or no. get full closure. I don't know. Something like that. Well, I mean, I guess it was kind of open this. Uh, by the way, too, as always, just in case you don't know, this is a spoiler review of Kid Cosmic. At least at least I'm bringing that up before we actually start talking about anything spoiler. So this is just our kind of uh, series look back. Mm -hmm. uh, of the whole thing uh, we just finished uh watching uh the third season on netflix mm. so this was a uh, show from craig mccracken he's the guy that made the powerpuff girls right right yeah and i I even think too i, I was telling him during the show that th there are these uh like three agents that are the head of some kind of uh global superhero organization or something like that and they if you look at their their hairs their hair color mm-hmm it's it lines up and even their positions line up with uh uh the powerpuff girls yes now why would kid have have one of those people in his mind or in the fantasy oh yeah but you mean because of how later on it's yeah revealed that it's some kind of uh the the acronym i can't remember exactly what it is but it lines up with uh uh some kind of gas station or, or some kind of gas certification uh organization yeah like pacific power and gas or something like that yeah and uh i think i think it was really uh just the kind of show like oh this is where the idea came from and maybe uh, even hinting that i don't know she'd passed by before or something like that oh that could be yeah from his subconscious it got brought out into the fantasy or something yeah, yeah. which does the other weird thing too they never explained where the fantasy really came from like they said that it came from phantos mm -hmm. and then at one point he too accidentally gets drawn into his own fantasy where his mom suddenly loves him and then he remembers that his mom hates him <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i assumed that both those cases were from the telekinesis stone yeah that right? was my guess too but yeah but yeah they never really explained that no and then how long was the was the local heroes in the fantasy or was it only like seconds in the real world but days in the fantasy i don't know that didn't go into that either yeah actually you, you make another good point too that it's hard to know how long they were out there in space yeah not getting oxygen yeah yeah um so yeah i guess you're right maybe that did all happen like in a split second it might have yeah huh. which is weird yeah. 
All right, because, you know, to have you ever heard the thing about how, like, you know, dreams don't really, like, last as long as they feel like you? Yeah. And then I've, I've heard another thing, too, which is that, that you have, like, several hundred dreams in a night, and then it's just you only remember the last one that you had. I have heard of that. Like, yeah, yeah only the last one before you wake up. Yeah, so, so maybe it was something like that, too, where they were just kind of remembering or they were experiencing a kind of dream world in a matter of seconds. But also, how is it collective? Oh, like, that I guess that Phantos just, can do that. Yeah, that them. one I just chalked up to their sci-fi magic. Okay, <laughs> I, I've seen that. I felt like I've seen that enough times before that I'm like, yeah, why? Why? Sh if I've given so many other things a pass, why should I give it uh, not a pass here? And especially in a cartoon, of course, the suspension of disbelief is easier than in a live action, right? Yeah. Although, so this this season though, it dealt with some really heavy themes for a kids show. Yes. Uh, particularly um, the the concept of loss. Yeah. And that we thought Papa G in the first, there were two times where we thought Papa G was going to possibly die, right? And the first one was more heart-wrenching and they show a flashback of how... Yeah, well, before even that too, let's talk about like uh, how, how uh, the first three episodes are like building up to uh, uh and like you know the story tells us up front too and that's one of the interesting things too i've kind of noticed uh with uh some of these cartoon shows uh in general mm -hmm. it's funny i i start like watching stuff with my little sister and then uh uh because i don't see her very often i just go off and start watching them by myself because i enjoy the stories oh yeah uh, and then those those tend to be the only one, things I watch nowadays just because it's what I start watching. I, I got to start watching more TV shows before I get off track, though. Uh, I've noticed, though, that a lot of uh, these kids' cartoon shows are kind of just saying, like, oh, let's kind of skip the tropes and move on to something else. At least on Netflix, they are. More, more uh, like, breaking ground, like going to different places than normally would, yeah. you would see. In yeah, and so here where it kind of broke, uh, kind of broke the normal sequence of a trope, is that instead of kind of building up to that moment where he, he's going to meet his parents, we're immediately told that, like, no, this is going to happen no matter what. Mm. And, uh, you know, this needs to be stopped. And uh, yeah, it ends up not. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, they, they, they immediately warned that it was false rather than it just happening as a surprise. Right? Yeah. It was not a surprise. Because that's been used before the trope of the parents who are actually not they're like a mirage or whatever, but the way they got to it was yeah. different. Yeah, honestly, I thought uh, this show probably handled it better than uh, than however the Amazing Spider-Man thought they were going to handle their reveal. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't see the Amazing Spider-Man. What? How did it well, happen in that? Okay, I'm not going to get into that because I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember these reviews more on track. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, anything else you wanted to say? Um, well, just that I'm glad that Papa G was allowed to live, right? He didn't do the whole Indiana Jones thing where he like aged into death or whatever. Yeah, um, which I honestly thought they were going to go there. I was afraid that that was going to happen or that he wouldn't be able to get off that Erodius. But, yeah. But they brought him Yeah, well, so, so I think back, we're getting... they got uh, him there. Yeah, so we, we should explain just a kind of reminder, even though we would have expected people to remember, you know, that... So, you know, he it turns out that uh, he's had, like, this lucky charm, which, you know, at first, too, Todd and I thought it was, like, 
wait, do they know like how old this character would actually be? Because this looks like country time when we go back to his childhood. Like 1900 or something. Yeah. 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 It's like they're going out West. <laughs> like pioneers. Yeah. yeah. But then we find out that he actually is 112. And I, I still feel like that would probably be a little bit off. But it, it might still be too too young for yeah, yeah depending on when he was a child yeah yeah I mean that's the other thing too it's like it's the timeline of the show because like they have uh, they have like uh, cell phones and stuff like that but then there's also a timeless feel because of how they use, seem to use VHS tapes a lot as well still yeah so it's it, yeah and do they have smartphones. I don't I th- yeah, I think they did. They I, do. Yeah. So is so what? Yeah, what time period is? This I, I, well, to be? I I've also seen that too, kind of uh, uh, used before, especially in the adult animated show Archer. Oh, anachronistic. Kind of, yeah, yeah, with the kind of technology and stuff like that. What and why would why would they do, do they do that? Just to give it a timeless feel. Oh, okay. Because because kid kind uh, of reminds me of like the 70s his design or yeah, his glasses but, and his yeah yeah but so so anyways though so it turns out that this uh, stone that papa g found when he was a kid and then he gets like just thrown down a mountain and miraculously survives right it turns out it's like a stone of recovery that has basically been giving him uh ostensibly a kind of eternal youth his mm. entire life mm. we find out which is why he's so uh spry to fight Despite the fact that he is being um, 112. Right. And then without it, he ages nor- to, to what he would be normally as an 112-year-old. Yeah. Which I will say, though, too, I, I still felt like there was something kind of uh, shocking. like, And I mean this, too, like in a good way from like an artistic standpoint mm-hmm. about, you know, the way he is afterwards. Because, uh, well, I mean, I guess like... So, so I'll, I'll tell my story first, and then I want to find out if you've ever had a similar experience with your grandmother. Mm-hmm. So with my great-grandfather, um, he, he was um, like he had a really sharp mind, and he was good, and then he had this accident where he, uh, he broke his hip, mm. and uh, he died about a year after that. But unfortunately, though, uh, he was just, um, you know, never really the same again. And I, I kind of uh, felt the same way looking at, at Papa G, you know, where it's like, you know, too, and and it's not the first time too. I've heard that experience. You know, people having that with um, a parent, especially an older person or a grandparent. Yeah. You know, where they're they have some kind of accident, and then after that, it's like you know, I'm I'm glad they're still there, but they're also different now. In the mind. No, no, I, or just physically, just the it, body. In any way. Oh. I think you're. This is once again, dude. I think you need to look a little bit deeper into allegory and also maybe start reading some stuff about how about the other kinds of tragedies that people go through so you can start developing some empathy but that's a whole other thing for a a a different conversation getting back on topic with kid cosmic Mm -hmm. yes be it mentally or physically after some kind of accident people you know, they tend to change and be different and your relationship with them changes, you know, after yeah. that, he had to be in a wheelchair and, he, you know, uh, he was talking slower. He was a little bit paler, you know. Right. Right. And so the reason why I asked if maybe you'd had a similar situation with your grandmother is if there were, there was ever a point like that where, you know, your grandmother was good one day. And then, you know, after a certain point, you know, that things kind of change a little bit. You know, and obviously she's still your grandma. You still love her, but 
Yeah, um, well, I would say uh, when she had her knee replacement surgery, which was like 2009 or mm -hmm. something like that, or the Christmas of that year or something like that. Um, then, let's see. Um, well, she had to go into a rehab place for a long time because she couldn't, like, for some reason, couldn't stand or walk after that surgery and then had to do rehab for quite a while. And was it frustrating for her? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she didn't want to be in the rehab place. Did it, did it change the way that you could interact and, and relate with her? Um, yeah, well, it, I guess it would have been the first, let's see, kind of the first time where she wasn't able to do as much. Yeah, I yeah. needed more assistance. So you see, or you see, this is what that I'm, kind of thing. Yeah, you see, this is what I'm I'm getting to that uh, that that that's essentially like what uh, Papa G willingly gave up from being, you know, this kind of having that kind of you, and then yeah, you know, that's to me what the allegory was there. That um, you know, he is still the same person, but he's also changed from from having done that. Right. That, you know, there's no going back. You know, he's not yeah. going to get better he's 112 he's only going to get worse yeah yeah and and so yeah i guess it's it's that it's that it's an allegory of that change where your health kind of you're still alive but your health kind of takes a turn right like you're saying permanently yeah um which is kind of scary but i guess that it does happen yeah and too i thought that was uh you know to another you know that's not something uh you really see dealt with in kids cartoons so no. much as well and so i was like I really like the way that they handled that. Yeah, that was very, very mature topic to get into. Yeah. yeah. And another way to, uh, to kind of um, bring that back to the way things change is, you know, they, they kind of showed the earlier part after, um, you know, the earlier part of kid's life, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where he's kind of upset to have to live with Papa G and he tries yeah. running away. Right. And uh, Papa G, when he notices that, you know, because he's still under the influence of the stone, he at least has like enough power to, uh, to you know, immediately notice and start running after him. Right. Yeah. And then when Kid does that at the end, because he thinks that he's still in the dream world and he's going to go tear up the diner with the pickaxe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Papa G can't go off and stop him like that. He's in a wheelchair and there's like steps. So he's got to find some way down. Oh, you know what I mean? And it's just even though it's a physical thing, it's still very different now. He he can't like he, yeah, can't, he can't like just... follow after kid as fast. And, yeah. Yeah. And even his the wheelchair wheel got stuck in one of the holes that kid had made. Yeah. 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 So he he lost his ability to be as active in that way. Um, yeah. So I, I just thought that was really uh, real and the, the way they dealt with it, too, without like kind of addressing it specifically, but just kind of showing it was uh, really powerful. Yes. And that was also the flashback point where kid, you know, he gets sent to his his grandfather and he doesn't really want to be there. And he starts building a bike himself and then he gets frustrated when he can't find the one link for the chain. Then Papa G does it. So then he kind of starts liking Papa G a little bit, but then he wants to run away with the bike. But then something pulls him back. He starts to feel... Well, yeah, because Papa G helped him build the bike. So then he then yeah. he returns, and that's how the relationship starts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, Joe was uh, a great 
co-star character. Yeah, that, I like that, her a lot. Yeah, it was interesting because in the second season, Joe kind of becomes the primary character, right. and then it seems to go back to to kid. Although it does, yeah. although I will say though that this third season was a little bit more about Papa G and kid than just being kid, like it was in the first season. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. In this third season, we we get a lot more dimensions to Papa G and and the relationship with Kid. Yeah, yeah. We kind of fill that in because in the first season, Papa G is just kind of a a lovable uh, elderly senior, like a, just a lovable senior character. Yeah. So yeah, this um, yeah, this season too. I guess you could say that was one of the themes, kind of there, uh, Kid and uh, uh, Papa G's relationship. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, I did want to talk about though. There, we did get, kind of notice something weird, which is that like each season had like progressively less episodes by I think a factor of two. Yeah, that that and is not a factor of two by a number of two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is weird. Why do you think they did that? I don't know, but you know, it, it's kind of. On the one hand, I wonder if it's a budget thing, but on the uh, other hand, I felt like both seasons two and three mm-hmm. were like so tight, like it's, it's yeah, like I can't really, I can't really see where you would tell more stories, you, unless you know you just wanted to, to kind of hold off and, and kind of tell more fill-in stories. Oh yeah, filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. Th- this didn't have much filler at all. No, it didn't have any filler. So so maybe that was just Craig saying like okay season two is just going to be kind of the uh, yeah I don't know I, I was going to say the climax but no the third season is where the climax is but yeah but but, but that he had charted it out this way I was going to was trying to yeah possibly and th- there's actually two in the uh, in the final episode there's kind of a a meta joke where kid talks about how he could make a 24 issue mini series with the uh with their adventures which is a reference to how many episodes there are i and you caught that i didn't catch that at all until you explained it so so this is 24 episodes in total yeah okay that's funny yeah so it is a limited series yeah i mean i guess too they don't really count it as a limited series just because they they chopped it up into the seasons oh i guess also too with the production as well yeah because uh, a limited series would just mean that they only did one production cycle. Oh, oh. So it's technically not a limited series. Yeah. Okay. But it kind of acts like that a little bit. Yeah, I think I think the models on Netflix might be a little bit different, though. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too sure. Yes. Uh, and 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 just as a sidebar, maybe the again that Angry Beavers thing, which I keep coming back to. Um, he's never come come. You've never brought this up on the regular show or on on any of these reviews, but oh, not on the show. But I think I've talked about it. Or yeah, you, yeah. Br- you okay? I'll let you explain this. Sorry, um, the, the the fact that Nickelodeon was saying it was over, and then they made an episode where the characters are complaining that it's over, although it never got animated. I guess no, so. This but, really just is only that you you care that that you are once again just angry that they ended this show. Uh. Let's see. What was my point? Well, just that. Uh, well, okay. Or that, that they could acknowledge that they're ending. Yeah, like yeah, and also, but it seems like th- in this case, it was Craig's desire that this is where he wanted it yeah. to end. Just like Alex Hirsch again said that Gravity Falls was going to end at season two. He made the decision. I think there's a whole other story with that, which I, oh. I don't really 
want to get into on this review. Oh, oh okay. Um, but uh, any any thoughts on the show itself, though? Final thoughts? Um, I think it's 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 a fairly lighthearted, although sometimes serious, uh, redo of the comic book slash superhero uh, universe in a more comedic cartoonish fashion um but it, it, it but for the most part it's very funny right it's more yeah. of a comedic version of that but by getting elements of you know like you said lex luthor superman uh avengers all these things kind of influencing yeah. it yeah i i appreciate all of that but to me i think what i really uh, enjoyed about the show though is that it also too it taught like a lot of really real lessons uh in in throughout all the seasons not just this last one kind of dealing with change yes uh but like even in the first one too you know is there's kind of uh uh an entire arc about like kind of just dealing with feeling inadequate that the, there are real like morals inserted into the show yeah, as well yeah, yeah. and the, the thing i like about it too is that they don't treat it like this kind of simple things either right no they're very deep and and they feel real right yeah, yeah. Especially, too, like, the way that Kid gets hurt, it feels very real. Oh, remind me. Oh, I just mean, like, the emotionally, the way he gets hurt every time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. like, they, they, they always, I felt, like, built up, build up to it in a way that, uh, um, you know, that it felt like a way a kid really would react in that situation. And then, like, Joe in season two having to deal with the pressure of being a leader. yeah. And like pushing the team too hard or whatever, right? And then also, yeah. And I like too yeah. that because that's the that's the other thing too. That's a difference between the way, you know, these uh, shows are done now versus the way they were done when we were kids. Yeah, is that you can kind of deal with these issues through multiple episodes and show that they are more complex. Whereas, you know, in the back of the day, oh. if you wanted to talk about something like how to be a good leader, it's like. You had to have the character decide, okay, this week I'm going to try to be a good leader. And then they realize, oh, being a leader is hard and I'm going to make mistakes. And then by the end of the episode, they realize like, oh, being a good leader is hard. And now I've learned my lesson. Whereas in this. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in this show, like, you know, Joe had to go through that arc through an entire series or season. Yeah. If we were British, it would be series. (laughs) Yeah, because. Uh, it's on Netflix, and and you you watch it in order, right? At your leisure, they can do those multiple episodes story arcs easier than like Avatar: The Last Airbender when it was broadcast. When it was all mixed up during the day, yeah, but it I, was kind of confusing. Right? Yeah, but but my point more being though as well that those lessons can be more valuable when they're spread out and longer. Right, they can be fleshed out. Yeah, more, yeah. And, they're not uh, jammed into one. Yeah, they feel more meaningful and real. I think. In, yeah. Uh, especially in this show, and uh, maybe maybe at some point we'll watch uh, um, keep on the Age of Wonder Beasts. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember you talking about that. Show. Yeah. But uh, our next review, uh, if anyone is even listening to these, I don't think these get too many views. Well, they don't get very many views. They have like less than ten views. But I like I like recording these. I think they're fun. And it does give us something, you know, to really talk about and, and well, you know, like we have a ready-made topic. Yeah. yeah, but so anyways, though, the next thing we're going to be reviewing is the uh, last season of Disenchantment. Oh, yeah. I'm sad that one's ending, too. But I guess it makes sense because that one is story-driven as well. Yeah. 
Our theme song is Cinematic Motivational Trailer by Infraction. Visit Infraction No Copyright Music on YouTube for more. Like and subscribe to keep up to date with future reviews that Todd and I are going to do. And to hear more of us, you can check out our main show, Kinky Caption Convos, by searching for it on any major podcast distributing app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and more.